Welcome to the Heart to Kill podcast, the official podcast of the Heart to Kill program, the world's leading program for driven individuals looking to gain direction and momentum, where we aim to break down the complex, multifaceted and holistic factors of human performance and optimization. Both on the program and on this podcast, we will be discussing and excavating everything pertaining to psychological resilience, physical robustness, and leading by example with discipline and tenacity to create a culture of winning, especially in the turbulent, frenetic, and high-tempo world of the ambitious individual. This is Mark, the creator, senior DS, and head coach of the Heart of Four program. Let's get stuck straight into it. So in today's episode, what I largely wanted to discuss, very, very quickly, if I'm honest, is leveraged decision-making, okay? Now, for any of you who are listening to this, you're going to be no stranger with making of decisions. On a multiple daily basis, you'll make an enormous number of decisions. In fact, the latest uh, neuroscientific research from Cambridge University indicates that we actually make 35,000 decisions every single day. 226 of those alone are on food and food choices. And it can be about anything. It can quite literally be about anything. Now, the issue that we're going to have here is that if you're listening to this, you don't aspire to be average, okay? You aspire toward peak performance. You know that you can do, be, and achieve better. And you're probably already doing relatively well. You probably already achieved a degree of professional or, or athletic success, but you now feel like you're somewhere around 60% of your maximal potential. That you aspire to, you know, do things better that maybe you want to do less, but better in those fields. And you may well be struggling for direction in terms of, well, where do I take this now? Like, I know that I can do more. I've got this intrinsic belief that I can achieve greater, but where do I even take that. Well, this is why leveraging decisions is a non-negotiable for you. As I've often said, peak performers, ambitious individuals, and, and hard-to-kill candidates even procrastinate in very, very different ways. Individuals who are what we refer to loosely as normies in society will procrastinate, but there's no real cost of that. There's no opportunity cost. There's no cost of inaction. If they spend a couple of extra hours scrolling on social media, fucking so be it. It's not the end of the world. You know, Their job will be there in the morning. Their family will still love them just as much the next day. That's absolutely fine. But when you are an individual who is aligning themselves with peak performance, peak performance put my teeth back in ultimately you don't really have a choice that is within you because when you understand and when you begin to become aware that you can do be and achieve more you only have two choices and that choice is either choose blissful ignorance and trying to ignore it but that will just corrode you internally or you actually lean into it and you begin to look at okay how can i improve my quality of life how can i improve my performance so by i'm remunerated and compensated with better control over more variables in my life how can i have a more clear mind how can i create a body that i'm truly proud of that is fit for purpose? How can I lead with authenticity and inspire those around me, giving everybody a sense of increase? And you will definitely resonate, identify with the fact that there might be people in your life who run around at a thousand miles an hour and are constantly fucking flapping and are always busy. Answer me honestly, do those people inspire you? Do they encourage you to do more and be better? Or do they actually make you feel a little bit anxious and you want to get away from them as quickly as possible? So a true peak performance comes down to knowing exactly what it is you aspire to achieve and then facilitating a roadmap of how you're going to actualize that. And that cannot happen, A, if we have no direction, and B, if we're wasting too much of our bandwidth, if we're allocating too much of our cognitive load to banal decision-making. Now, once again, if you're listening to this, I would hazard a guess that you have probably at some point over the past 12 months felt like you have paralysis by analysis. You're constantly over overthinking and that fear of failure of not being good enough of the plan not being perfect often can be on your mind for, for minutes if not hours if not dozens of hours every single day for some people when it's really gotten to the, the crux of wanting to change it is their primary concern and the primary manifestation of their conscious thoughts every waking moment now the issue with that is you're already making 35,000 decisions a day for an average person 226 of those is food if you now add on enormous and impactful decisions about what am I supposed to be doing with my life am I doing enough 
Is this the right thing? Right down to the really the bullshitty surface level stuff of, is this the right thing to be eating right now? Is this the right thing to be eating before I train? What should I eat after I run? What clothes would a person who aspires to be successful wear? Should I buy this? What fucking hard shell jacket is the best? If you add all of this banal fucking bullshit on top, all of the cognitive load or your capacity to, to, to hold cognitive load has been totally wasted. If you had, let's call it 100 megabytes per second of bandwidth, Okay, you're probably currently running on around about five because you're wasting so much of it. You're giving it to shit that ultimately doesn't matter. And that reduces what's known as our executive function, okay? Now, executive function is a set of, of mental skills that include our working memory, that include flexible thinking and self-control. So I've spoken at other podcasts about starting a day well and, you know, saying, I'm not going to fuck up my nutrition today. I'm saying we're going to do everything rigidly. I'm going to have discipline with that. And for the first few hours of the day, the first few meals of the day, it goes swimmingly. You're eating your fucking fish and a rice cake and your chicken and broccoli brilliantly well. Then it gets to, you know, late afternoon, early evening, and you just cannot withstand that anymore. You're snacking on shit that you know that you really don't need. You might even take a detour on the way home to a shop or to a fast food restaurant, whatever the fuck, okay? And then you beat yourself up because then again, you've got to make the decision of how am I going to change? How am I going to get better? How am I going to improve this? Understand that all that you've done, you've not succumbed to any magical external force is you've been asking your mind, you've been overloading your cognitive load to a point where your executive function is now entirely impaired and you no longer have the cognitive load available, the, the bandwidth available to you to actually make decisions in alignment with executive function. Even coming down to paying attention. How many of you have been absolutely fucking ball bagged because you've been wor working for too hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. By the time you get to meetings on Thursday, you're hardly even present. And all you're thinking about is when I'm gonna get that training session done, have I have that? Have I finished that? Have I finalized that? Have I spoke to this person? Have I done that? Is my kit prep for the weekend? So on and so forth. Your ability to organize, plan and prioritize is also diminished because that comes under the umbrella of executive function. So often when people tell me I'm too busy or I'm too stressed, I'm not looking to blame them or assign fault. I'm simply taking from that conversation, okay, their executive functions impaired, which means their cognitive load is too high, which means they're trying to make too many decisions. So the first thing we need to do is not assign them more, but we need to simplify. We need to get them to do less better. As a result, the greatest gift I can give them in that moment is a reduction in their cognitive load and an increase in their psychological bandwidth, which means they're going to be, even if I change absolutely nothing, if I take a few things off their plate by helping them understand they have permission not to do it or that it's not important, their ability to organize themselves, administrate themselves, their ability to plan the week and prioritize actions in alignment with their high hard goals is going to be infinitely improved. And as a result, like their, their, their ability to, to do the things necessary success have exponentially gained momentum and they have facilitated greater direction by doing nothing differently other than doing less shit that doesn't matter by making less decisions about things that ultimately don't impact the outcome. And you might be listening to this and saying, oh yeah, but I've got a wife and kids and so on and so forth. So have 75% of a hard to kill program. That's the honest reality. Okay. So there's nothing that's different with you. And I don't want you to take that as offense, but you're not special. You're not fucking different. You're not fucking broken. You are absolutely one of us. You are absolutely fucking human. But ultimately, no one's ever given you instruction. No one's ever taught you how to use or how to appeal to your mind, to use your brain, to utilize neuroscience rather than trying to fight against it. Because that grind set of hustling is just counterintuitive to everything that has, has allowed us, our, our fucking species to evolve for thousands of generations. And you cannot beat your evolution. That's not to say that hard work is null and void. Hard work is very, very valuable. And having the capacity 
you to fucking pull it out of your ass in your back pocket builds an enormous amount of confidence, but it is a very acute response. And if you're constantly relying on, the, on your inner warrior, if you're constantly relying on that grind set, ultimately, what you're going to do is, is overload that cognitive load. It's basically like having a Bergen and I put 20 pounds in it. Oh, you got another decision to make? There's another fucking 20 pounds. Oh, you got another decision to make? There's another fucking 20 pounds. Before you know it, you got 200 pounds on your back, your knees are fucking buckling and you can't make it five meters without collapsing. That is you throughout the course of a day if you're trying to make too many decisions that don't matter. So on a daily, weekly, monthly, periodic basis, we're looking to constantly review what are we doing? How can we leverage our decisions? Because all that I'm doing is taking weight out of the Bergen, just taking weight out of the Bergen so you can continue sustainably faster than anybody else because you're having to make less decisions because you've leveraged your decisions, okay? As a result, other executive functions improve too. Your ability to regulate your emotions, your ability to self-monitor, i.e. keep track of what you're doing. So being able to take a condor moment to zoom out, which I speak about so frequently, all of those attributes are improved simply by leveraging your decisions. And as a result, we have direction. As a result, we have momentum. And ultimately, you can begin to trust your decisions once again. Because if you're listening to this and any of this has resonated and identified with you, that concept of like worrying and second guessing and undermining and self-doubting every decision on a daily basis, you'll know what it means when I say to you that you can't trust your decisions. Everything you try and do and decide upon and change or, or behave in a day, you're constantly second guessing and wittering and ruminating on it. So as a result of this, what I would love to do is just give you some very, very simplistic action tasks that are going to help you to leverage your decisions. And what we're looking to do here is create what we refer to as set and forget decisions. So there are going to be certain things in your life that you do every day. And at the moment, you might not have put too much thought into when you do them, how you do them, why you do them. So we're going to separate out our activities. We're going to separate out strategic planning to execution because so often people try and do them together in the moment thinking about what they're doing, what's the long-term goal of that and how they're going to facilitate it when that is not how executive function works, okay? We need to separate this out. We need executive function, then we need default mode network. So we want to separate it out. And I want you to spend literally 30 to 60 minutes on a weekend, ideally a Sunday evening works brilliantly. So take a bit of space away from the family. Could be the Saturday evening, could be Friday, whatever works best for you. But for me, Sunday evening works really, really well. Take a little bit of space, get some calm music on, no lyrics or like fucking Linus Skinner. As much as I love it, it will distract you. Get some calm music on. And all I want you to do is create set and forget life rules for that week. So what are your actual goals for that week ahead? And the way in which you can really, really improve that process is think, okay, what's my actual goal for the year? And if that seems very, very intimidating, well, just zoom out a little bit bit more and ask, well, what is it I'm actually trying to achieve as an individual? So for me, for the past like 18 months, that one of my one of my primary goals has been the Marathon de Saabs. Okay, but that's actually part of a bigger picture, which is to inspire humans that they can do being achieved more than they actually perceive they can. And it's not because I'm a specimen. It's not because I'm in any way anything above mediocre because I keep fucking turning up. That is literally it. I'm very fucking average as a human, as an athlete, but I just keep turning up and I keep iterating the ways that allow me to keep turning up. And that's all I'm talking to you on. So understand if you have a goal of what you aspire to achieve in the, in the grand scheme for me is making the world a safer place through the hard to kill program and then i can reverse engineer from that and say what is one of my high hard goals it's to complete the marathon of sabs and show people that it is possible and you are capable of doing extraordinary feats of physical endurance whilst concurrently performing in your relationships in, in a business setting so on and so forth that's one of my high hard goals so i reverse engineer from that what was one of the annual goals well it's to complete the marathon of sabs so therefore what does my quarterly goal need to look like from a training perspective what are my monthly my weekly my daily so that's how we're going to break it down and if you set a 
outside this time on a Sunday evening, you'll be amazed how much starts to come out when you just put pen to paper. You might be listening to this and go, fuck me, how's he got so much direction and clarity and certainty? Again, I am no different to you. I am no more intelligent. I'm definitely not more athletically gifted. Most of you listening to this will be much fitter, faster and stronger than me, but I just refuse to stop turning up. So put pen to paper and start writing and you'll be amazed. And again, there are, there are circuitry and there are reward loops and mechanisms in the brain that will reward you for starting to do that. And you'll start to figure stuff out and then you'll almost get a verbal diarrhea on the page and it becomes very exciting and inspiring. And think about what it is you aspire to achieve. Off the back of that, you're then going to be able to ask yourself, right, well, what is conducive to success over the next seven days that contributes to that big picture? So for me to use my allergy, because it's obviously it's my case study, I'm a study of one. I know that I need to do five run sessions and two lifting sessions. Okay, so what can I do here to leverage those decisions? Well, rather than every day thinking, oh, when am I gonna get my training session in? Oh, I've got two sessions today. Like, when am I gonna do that? I could eat then and do that then. It's a waste of time. You're trying to strategize and execute on the same day under time pressure. You're wasting executive function. So on my Sunday, I'm sitting down. Okay, right. So this is the training that I've got to get done this week. Based on when I know my energy demands are going to be higher from a, from a, from a work perspective, does it make sense to do a heavy mile repeat sprint session on a Tuesday morning before I come in and record a podcast? Definitely not, because this would not be the best version of me you're seeing right now. But could I get an S&T session in? Fucking yeah. Okay, I can do that. I can get 45 minutes in. It's relatively low intensity and I'll look fucking massive when I'm sat in front of the camera. Okay, that's kind of my thought process. So I can do that. Okay, cool. But generally what we can do is we can look to set and forget. So is there a time every day or almost every day on a regular occurrence that is most appropriate for training? If it is, then you schedule it, you set it on fucking repeat and you forget about it. So you've set it and you forget it. And all you have to do on that day is just walk through your day. It is like a play-by-play, -play. it's proactive laziness. You spent 60 minutes on a Sunday or whenever it is you spend that time strategizing. You set it up on an electronic diary, you set it to repeat, and all you gotta do is execute. So tomorrow when I wake up, I know that I've got X then, and I've got X then, and I've got X then. I don't have to make any decisions about moving things around. Now, the goal here is not to create a straitjacket whereby you're hemmed in by you know, rigidity. The goal is to have enough white space that if you've got to move to left or right of center, you're able to do that. So if a meeting changes, okay, I can slide that up a little bit to the left, I can slide that up a little bit to the right. And ultimately we're looking for three most important tasks every day. That's all we want. If you cannot prioritize three things to do every day, sorry to say, but you have no fucking priorities. You're using a shotgun approach to life, blasting fucking shot everywhere in the hope that you'll fucking hit something. We want laser-like pinpoint sniper-esque accuracy. So what three things do you need to facilitate? And give me those three things for each day over the next seven days and just do those. Don't worry about nothing else. Just do those things. And when you're on your Sunday planning session, ask yourself, okay, what five things can I set and forget? So can I create five things that are set and forget? And that could be my training sessions. I'm going to do these at the same time every day. Set and forget. Don't worry about it. Prepping nutrition. Okay, I'm going to cook a batch on a Wednesday night and a Sunday night. Set and forget, fucking done. All you got to do is worry about it when it turns up. Just execute when it turns up. Could be making the, the fucking kids food. Okay, right. So they need like, let's say they have two different choices. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to create a rule that they only have two choices and each choice can only have four ingredients. I make that on this time and I set and I forget. I don't worry about it. Even to, to the more like eclectic decisions. If you're someone that has to travel a lot, just make the decision and, and set that life rule that I, I only take direct flights. Okay, I don't book connecting flights. Might cost me a little bit more, might take a little bit longer, but I'm gonna do that. Could be, I don't drive into the city. I, I always take an Uber into the city. Uh, these kind of decisions are gonna save you so much time because you can just set and forget. And ultimately, as I said, the goal is not to create rigidity in your life, but creating these constraints in certain areas allows you so much more liberty because you've only got so much cognitive load. You can only handle so much. So if you constrain and refine that shit, then you've got so much more bandwidth, cognitive load and capacity to think about what it is you aspire to do being achieved in order to commit yourself wholeheartedly to other areas and ultimately achieve success. Thank you.